0: Hello again and welcome to Fucked If I Know, the podcast. This is episode four and today we are diving into part two of money manifestation and why we're getting stuck money money manifesting, say that three times fast. Uh, Today we're going to talk all about the next steps in releasing money blocks, what still might be getting in the way, how we manifest, um, what broke actually means and where our priorities lie with our money, how money comes to us in different ways, how abundance shows up and all of that. So we're just in for another fabulous conversation this evening what's well, this evening here in edinburgh right now anyway um so first of all hopefully you've already listened to part one of this of this podcast so if you haven't please stop and go listen to the first one because there'll be stuff i reference uh in this one that won't make sense unless you've watched watched listened heard the first one and I want to check in and see if you have done your homework from the last one so have you worked through those limiting beliefs have you identified them have you rewritten them and have you been practicing your gratitudes have you been practicing your money gratitudes this week since listening to the podcast if you haven't then now is the time to do it this is your kick up the ass again to make sure you fucking do it because the gratitudes are everything when it comes to shifting our money mindset and the amount of people I've had message me after listening to that last episode saying fuck yeah I had some pretty nasty views of money was really really fascinating so I'm hoping that after listening to that first one you're feeling a little bit better about money but what might be happening is you feel you still have blocks and you still aren't calling in that abundance you've shaved the legs and you're like Gabby where the fuck is my money? Why isn't it coming through? So, here are some other things that may be getting in the way of you manifesting money. Now, we know from the last episode that money is energy, right? And we give it its personality. We give it whether it's good or bad. And money is energy in the sense of that it flows. So, when we hold on really, really tight to our money and we're really strict with it and we don't spend it and we refuse to budge with it, we're literally holding that stagnant energy for money. So, you need to imagine money similar to water. Water likes to flow. Water likes to move. If we think about stagnant water, we think about gross, murky, pond, shitty water. And then if we think about moving like flowing water it's rivers it's oceans it's movement and that's what water is designed to do is to move so when we think about our money in this idea is that money is designed to move it is designed to flow and to grow and to expand and if we hold on to it really really tightly we don't allow it to flow back to us so if we release our money and we are more open to releasing it we put it back into its natural state of flow and then we become a magnet for even more of it when we release it you know that old saying is like if you love someone let them go and if they come back, they were meant to be. It's the same thing with money, but it will always fucking come back to you. So things that you might be doing that are blocking you from manifesting more money is holding on to money being a super, super stringent fucking budgeter, right? You don't buy the coffee or you don't you don't add the guac onto your burrito or, you know, you're really, really strict with money. You always buy the cheap things of everything. You purposely don't go out. You don't order a drink when you go out for dinner because you want to be saving money and all this kind of stuff. Now, I'm not saying that saving isn't important. It absolutely fucking is. But when it gets to a point where you're saving everything to the point of you not even enjoying your money or enjoying your fucking life, that it becomes kind of bad energy because you think of saving as the most dreary thing ever and what you might find is it doesn't matter how much you save you feel that you can't increase the bank account have you ever felt this way like have you ever have you ever felt this way anyway sorry that was a little australian reference um so perhaps you've felt that you save and save and save and save but the money doesn't seem to go up and so you're attitude around money is really really fucking stringent and tight and it's bad and I can't save it no matter how hard I try so some things that we need to do to be able to release our tight grip on money is to fucking spend it now I'm not saying go out and buy yourself a Gucci fucking handbag today unless you feel so inclined and you're in a financial position to do so then fucking go for it what I'm saying is leave a tip tip your uber Shock, horror, that one. Tip your fucking Uber driver. Leave tips at cafes. Shout somebody else the coffee. Put some money in somebody's homeless jar when you walk past them. Just allow yourself to be a little bit more flexible and moving with your money. Buy the fucking fancy toilet paper. Buy the thing that you've had your eye on for a little bit but you think you don't deserve it. Get the fucking $5 coffee, right? Invest and spend these micro amounts of money to show to the universe that you trust that it will come back and it will flow back to you. Another thing that people do is they hold off paying their bills, or they've got, um, you know, like loans sitting there, or they owe a friend some money, or they've got something on their afterpay account, whatever. When money sits and it is stagnant in these areas, like um, overdue bills and all of this kind of stuff, it's again that stagnant feeling of the energy, and it's harder for us to manifest it. So perhaps you are waiting on somebody to pay an invoice, or you haven't invoiced somebody yet. Perhaps you need to do your tax refund and you haven't done that yet. That's a huge money and abundance blocker. Maybe you haven't submitted your or, um, health rebate maybe you haven't done a refund request for a flight that got cancelled you may have other areas of finances that are sitting there and they're stagnant and not being used other ways that we do that as well is by not cashing in the scratchy not using the free coffee card not using the gift voucher because you want to save it for a fucking special day or you want to not use your nice candles and your bougie ass fucking shower gel because you're like I'll save it for a special occasion today is a fucking special occasion every day of your life is a special occasion so use the fucking stuff the message that we send out to the universe when we don't use our finance, sorry, use our abundance and use our money is that we don't believe that it's going to come back to us. And that's the hardest part of manifesting is the faith and trust that it is coming to us, especially if we've had a negative money story for our entire life, thinking money always comes and money always goes. I can't fucking save anything. Money is shit, rah, rah, rah. So if we've always had this mental block around what money is and it's really really hard for us to have faith and to trust that money is going to come back to us, right? So I want to give you a little another homework task, a little example of oh sorry, a little opportunity to put your faith faith and trust in the universe. So what I want you to do this week is spend a micro amount of money every single day for seven days. So micro amount. I'm talking like between $1 to $10 every single day on stuff that you usually wouldn't spend it on. So perhaps it's leaving the tip. Maybe you buy something for someone. Maybe you buy the nicer version of the toilet paper. Whatever it is, I want you to try for the next seven days and start to release your tight grip on money. If you're feeling particularly snazzy and you really want to give this a proper go, invest in the fucking course and program. Book in with the coach. Book in for the massage. Get the hair done sign up for the subscription whatever it is you know you're sitting there thinking oh yeah there's something I really want I've been sitting on it for a little while but I'm too scared to invest just go fucking do it like I said in the last podcast your money's not going to come with you when you die right so I'm not telling you to get into debt remember when these I'm, I'm telling you guys this stuff don't put yourself into unnecessary debt but we must find a way to relax our tight grip on money. And the quickest way to do that is to spend little amounts of it. So have a think now about things that you want to do over the next week. Perhaps you want to leave some tips. Maybe you do want to shout someone a coffee. Maybe you want to add the burrito to your, your I'm sorry, add the burrito, add the guac to your burrito this week. Whatever it is, I want you to just focus on spending micro amounts of money for the next seven days and watch how it comes back to you in abundance. Now, things that can come back to us in abundance, right? So people are thinking when they want to manifest money, and this is another thing everyone gets really stuck on, I want to manifest $5,000, I want to manifest 10, a million, blah, blah, blah. but often money manifestations don't return to us in the form of actual physical money, sometimes they do, but not always, but they show to us in the form of an idea. So an idea can drop through, maybe, maybe you're wanting to manifest some extra coin and, and you're your in like inner self, your in uh, your intuition. The universe has a little whisper to you and goes, "Hey, how about you go sell some books?" you know, like those old ones sitting on the shelf, why don't we sell them for a dollar each on Facebook? And you're like, oh, that's a really good idea. I should sell some of my old shit. Maybe I could get on Depop and sell some clothes. Maybe I could do that. And then half a second later, you'd be like, "Mm, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm too fucking lazy. So the universe has literally sent you an idea. Your intuition's peaked up and it's gone, hey, here's an idea on how we can make some some more money. And you're sat there going, no, I don't want to do that. I'm just waiting for it to fucking fall in my lap. It's like that old story about the guy who's stuck on a roof in a flood and he's asking God for help and God sends him three boats. And he's like, no, God will come come down and save me, right? It's that same kind of thing. The universe is like, here is an idea, here is an idea, here is an idea and you're sitting there going, my manifestations aren't coming fucking true and the universe has literally sent you these ideas over and over again. So perhaps you've had an idea recently of like how you could manifest money or how you can make some more money. Maybe it's running a workshop. Maybe it is, uh, maybe it said to you, hey, do your taxes because you're going to get a wicked refund. Maybe it said put in your health rebates because you're going to get some money back on that. Maybe it's given you a bunch of ideas and you just straight up ignored them. Now when the universe, sends us abundance whether it's in an idea or in a physical form of gifts money whatever it is if we are not grateful for it and we do not celebrate the fact that we have received something why the fuck would the universe send you more if i was to show up at your house today to give you a bunch of flowers and you didn't say thank you to me what's the likelihood of me giving you another bunch of fucking flowers pretty slim Whereas if I give you a bunch of flowers and you're so grateful, you like, thank you so much, this is so lovely, so thoughtful, rah, rah, rah. I am so much more likely to give you another bunch. I might even bake you a fucking cake. Who knows, right? But the whole thing is the gratitude and the thankfulness and showing thankfulness for the, the abundance that we receive from the universe every fucking day. And we get so used to seeing, we get so used to not looking for it we have actual abundance in, in moments every single day that we, we're not aware of it. Little things like when people shout us lunch or when somebody pays for the petrol in your car, somebody delivers you lunch for free, someone sh- you know gives you a coffee, fucking all of these things right these minor things that happen in our lives that aren't so minor if they start to add up and you look to the value of how people have invested in you or celebrated you or spoiled you in some way the money actually adds up quite a lot so what the universe will often do if you're quite new to manifesting or you have always been in a really negative mindset about money is that the universe will send you little ways to test that gratitude to test that celebration so you'll either find two dollars on the floor or somebody will shout you a coffee or you'll get a discount on something you weren't expecting a discount for you know Know, all of these kind of things maybe you win on a scratchy and it wants to see whether you're going to celebrate and acknowledge the receiving of that abundance so when you receive two dollars act as if you just received a million fuck yes just found two dollars on the floor I am so fucking lucky how amazing is that got a refund got a discount somebody shouted you something thank you universe more please get into the habit of being grateful for every single abundant thing that you receive in your life and watch it start to magnify So for me, it was definitely when I started to shift my mindset around to notice all of the beautiful things that I was being gifted in my life, it was then when I was uh, accepting them and receiving them and thankful and grateful for them that I actually started manifesting bigger money also when it comes to manifesting money often the money will not show up until you make the investment and that is another cheeky way that the universe likes to test us and it's a belief and faith in it so what you'll find is often when you release the flow of money as we spoke about at the start of this podcast you release your iron grip around it spend the fucking money invest in the course invest in getting your hair done whatever it is that that money comes back to you often double triple fucking tenfold more than you thought it would so when we release the grip on it energetic flow the universe then sends it all the way back to us it is very rare that you will want to manifest money for something say a course it's the easiest thing for me to kind of explain say you want to manifest a thousand dollars for a course and you're like universe I want to manifest it I've thought it I put the feelings I've taken the action ra. I want to fucking manifest a thousand dollars and you hear crickets because the universe knows if it delivers you that $1,000, what's the likelihood of you going and investing it in the course? Pretty fucking slim. You'll be so shocked that you receive the money that you'll be shitting yourself. You don't know what to fucking do with it. So you'll whack it into your savings because you might think, oh, I don't know when I'm going to get this again. Or you'll go spend it on dumb shit and not invest in the course. So the universe gets burnt and it's like, mm, I know better. And I say this because I was this fucking person. <laughs> I'd ask for money, be like, universe, I want this money for this. It would give it to me. And then I wouldn't invest in the thing that I was asking the money for. So I know now my relationship relationship with the universe now is if I want to manifest money for a camera or coaching or courses or whatever it is for me personally that I must buy it first and then the money always comes to me afterwards so I'll give you an example I really wanted to invest I really wanted to invest in this one-on-one coach I would had my eye on her for quite some time and it was the most amount of money that I would invest into coaching and I was a bit nervous so I'm asking the universe to manifest this money I really want this money for this course I'm shitting it I'm like how am I going to fucking afford it I don't know So I'm thinking about it. The universe doesn't deliver the money to me. Instead, it delivers me an idea. It says, Gabby, you should run a manifestation program. And I think for half a second, fuck yeah, that would be amazing. And then my little inner voice called Susan, who's a fucking a-hole, pipes up and goes, no, don't do that. Nobody will sign up for it. And I was like, oh God, what am I going to do? I've got this brilliant idea. I want to run a manifestation course, but my fear is getting in the way. It's telling me not to do it. So then I sat and brainstormed on it for a second and then my inner voice said, how about we do a a workshop first, see the interest, see who's interested and then we can run the program after and I thought, all right, that I can do. So I decided to put on this manifestation, um, manifest like a motherfucker workshop, not sure who would sign up, you know, not sure if many people would be interested and then sell it out to 70 fucking people, the amount of people who came. Uh, that they you know, so the amount of people that came the amount of people who paid for it then equated to the money that I needed for my coaching however the idea and the workshop did not come to life until after I invested in the coaching so I bit the bullet I put my deposit down paid for the half of the coaching shit the bed as we all do when we make major <laughs> financial investments and there's a universe help assist sister out and the idea for the workshop dropped in. I put it up, I got the 70 bookings and I made the money back for the coaching. So you can see from this example that the universe would not have sent me the money before the coaching because I would have squirreled squirreled it away. I know I would have because I'm that kind of person and the universe knows I'm that kind of person too. And I would argue that majority of people are like this. If you have bad money mindset, you get money, you receive it, you know, especially in large sums, you freak the fuck out, you don't know what to do with it, you're scared, you'll never manifest it again. So you put it away and do nothing with it or spend it on really dumb shit instead of what you actually wanted so often you're going actually not even often I would say all the time you're going to have to make the investment first you're going to have to let go of the fucking money let it out there into the world before the universe actually sends it back to you then you have to pay attention to how the universe gives it back to you and it's usually through an idea you must trust the idea, you must honour the idea and you must follow it through. Often your intuition will tell you to do some shit and you're going to think it's really fucking dumb and you'll be like oh my god I could never do that, what if nobody signs up, what if nobody buys my clothes, what if, what if, what if and this little fear bubble is going to pop up in the way. Now we cannot get rid of fear but we can live with it, we can learn to fucking live with it. Give her a name, as I said before mine's in Susan. Whenever Susan pops up I know that she's just trying to take care of me, she just wants to look out for me, she doesn't want me to get hurt, she doesn't want my feelings fucking hurt so she pipes in and goes Gabby don't do that that's a fucking dumb idea so I say to Susan look with all due respect Susan thank you for trying to protect me but you can just fucking take the passenger seat right now and fuck off because I don't need you right now okay so give that inner voice a name and just tell her to fuck off she will pop in all of the time she's living with you she's built in you she's not going anywhere but we can learn to live with her and we can swear at her which is kind of nice Trust him when those ideas show up, and just follow them. Follow the weird, intuitive niggles, and sometimes they're going to feel really, really bizarre. Actually, often they'll so they'll sound very, very bizarre. I had an intuitive niggle to say, stop doing weddings and stop doing boudoir, even though they were my number one moneymaker in my business. It told me, stop doing weddings, stop b- doing boudoir. And I was like, oh, God, what am I going to do? But I just know better than to ignore my intuition by this point. So I did it because I had all that space in my t- in my calendar. I was able to launch Ambito Academy. I was able to launch one-on-one coaching, was able to do this podcast, and I was able to make a shit ton more money doing that than I ever did with weddings and boudoir. So we have to listen to those niggles then we need to just be aware as well of how abundance shows up in other ways that aren't necessarily just money being directly handed to us. So... When people gift you things, when you receive things from other people, when you get refunds, when you get percentages off things, when you get discounts on things, and being hyper aware of that and showing gratitude for every single fucking thing. As I said before, you find $2, celebrate that like it's a million, and the universe is like, wow, this bitch knows how to party. I'm gonna send her fucking more money. Or when you receive gifts from people, be thankful for them. Thank you for receiving it. When you get a refund, when you get a discount, thankful for that as if it is the amount that you want and start to fucking embody that. If we are not prepared to celebrate small amounts, we will not receive large amounts of money and that is just the way it is. So you need to shift that mindset and start viewing that abundance and seeing how that abundance makes its way into your life every fucking day. Now, the next thing that I want to talk to you about, the last thing I want to talk to you about in this podcast is how we expand to meet our comfort zone within money because One, you know, for one person, what expensive is, is completely different to what another person's expensive is, right? They're two different things. So how do we start to get comfortable when we want to level up? And we must be comfortable in receiving money to receive more. So... If you are in a position where you earn $50,000 a year and that's your comfort comfort zone of, of receivership, that's your comfort zone of where you can receive money and anything more than that feels a little bit scary, you get a bonus or something, you're likely to just piss it away or, you know, freak out with it or save it but it doesn't ever feel like it's being saved because we're not comfortable in that new level of of that abundance, Right. So how do we get comfortable in that zone? The quickest way to get comfortable in discomfort is to sit in discomfort. And I know that sounds really counterintuitive, but just bear with me here. So for, for example, back in the day, my benchmark of success was being able to put guac on my burrito or my Subway sandwich without even second guessing, right? Being able to put $2 worth of guac on my fucking sandwiches. That was my benchmark of success. So how do I start to get comfortable in that? I start spending that $2. I start getting the avo and the guac on my fucking sandwiches till it becomes second nature. So that is totally second nature for me now as an adult. I'm like, yeah, it's fine. I can put $2 on, on you know my sandwich. So that becomes my new level of comfort. Then it's going to level up and I'm going to want to maybe go to the fancier sandwich shop or perhaps a fancier burrito shop and I want to get the nicer version of that and that's going to then feel uncomfortable as well. How do we get through that discomfort? We fucking embrace it and we push through it and we just embrace doing that. It's the same as like investing in coaching or investing in equipment for your um, for your hobbies and all that kind of stuff. What feels really icky to start with will eventually become your new standard of comfort. Whatever felt icky to start with about how much money you earned, that will become your new base level as well. Same when you're pricing up a program or you're pricing up um, your services as a business owner. You're like, oh God, it feels uncomfortable, you know, quoting someone $100. That will eventually become your absolute minimum that'll be even you won't even charge that anymore because you're charging a significant amount more but you have to do the fucking thing to be comfortable with it you have to spend the money you have to tell the people how much it charge how much it costs you must go and live in that discomfort for it to then become comfortable again kind of like breaking in a new pair of jeans right you put them on they're fucking tight and you're like oh god this feels uncomfortable but i know if i walk around in these jeans all day they're going to start to get comfy and they're going to be the nicest fucking fit ever it's the same thing with your money fit into that money right Go and experience the money, push yourself, push that comfort zone. I'm going to reiterate again, I'm not telling you to get yourself into financial debt and go fucking mental with this, but start to allow yourself to push past that comfort zone a little bit and create your new standard of you know, what's the bare minimum, create your new standard of what I'm happy to pay for or what feels like an expensive amount. For me as well, it's like, you know, going out for fancy dinners and buying cocktails. You know, I'd usually buy the cheapest one on the cocktail list. And now I'm like, no, the fucking next version of Gabby, the richer version of Gabby buys the nice cocktail and she doesn't even question how much it is. The richer version of Gabby invests in lessons for something and doesn't even ask because she's just happy to invest in it and that means that I get to embody my future self of me in the now create that comfort zone and then I'm a magnet for more money because my comfort zone is expanded does that make sense guys so if you're comfortable spending five dollars all the time You're like, yeah, $5 is my my comfort zone. You're going to be able to call in $5 very easily because it's a comfortable amount for you. Then we push that to $15. It's going to feel a little bit icky for a while, but we sit in the discomfort, we spend the $15 and then we become a magnet for $15. So the higher the amount of money we become comfortable and expansive in, the more we're able to actually call in back to us. And this is a slow and steady process. It will take time and that's really fucking normal. But I want you to think about what is that, what's your comfort zone with money and what's your expansive zone of money? So where are those two points and how can you start to push yourself out of that comfort zone to start to get comfortable in your expansive version? And then when that starts to feel comfortable, the $15 feels comfortable, push that to $40, $50, $100. Push your new level of comfort zone and start to experience and embody that by spending the money, buying into the experiences, doing what somebody who has $100 would do each day. Go back to episode two if you want to know more about embodying and start to be the person Who embodies that fucking money and start to be the person who can call it in like a fucking magnet because they're already experiencing comfort with it. So that is part two of our money manifestation, money mindset uh, little series. On our third episode, I'm going to talk, our third episode in this series, I'm going to talk to you about some more woo-woo witchy things that you can do in life. So we're going to talk about crystals, we're going to talk about love letters to money, we're going to talk about all of that kind of shit. So I'm excited to do that with you guys but we need to go through the blocks first, we need to change the mindset, we need to get the gratitudes fucking happening, we need to celebrate the finances before we can start calling it in and then we can start to do the high vibrational shit or the extra high vibrational shit like crystals and love letters and all of that kind of stuff. So make sure you've done all the homework from episode one and all the homework from now episode two in relation to money ma- mindset manifestation and I can't wait for you to tune in into the third part of this series to find out how we can use magic and the woo to enhance our financial abundance even more thank you so much for listening and I can't wait for you guys to tune into the next one